This is CNT Talk. Every week, two friends debate the issues of the ages as we agree to disagree. It's never politically correct, but it's always entertaining. Join us tonight so you can sound knowledgeable at work tomorrow. We're smacking you upside the head with the hammer of truth. Welcome to the show. Hello, hello. Uh, I had some things I just wanted to get out there, and um, here's my opportunity to do so. Uh, so last couple of days since Tony and I last recorded, some things have come out, some things have been said, um, most of it by Joe Biden, President Joe Biden, um, but most of it's, it, it just made me start thinking deeper uh, about where we are as a country we are as a nation, uh, what that means, um, at least from, in my opinion, going forward. Um, and on Wednesday, uh, the president made a speech at the AFL-CIO talking about a letter he sent out to the oil executives of major companies, just calling them on the carpet for not producing more gas and diesel. Um, now, it, it takes into account if you or I was asked, what's the process to get oil out of the ground and get it made into gas or diesel to put in our vehicle? Could any of us do that? Unless you're, unless you're a uh, working in that industry, you probably couldn't. Even if you're in an industry, you might only know certain parts of that process. So I, I'm not suggesting that uh, anybody in government should know every step along the way. But I do kind of feel that if you're setting the policy and you're setting the guidelines and the rules, that you have an idea what might need to happen. You know, I, I can't build an engine, but I can tell you how an internal combustion works. Um, I suspect, at least on the surface, it does not appear that Joe Biden or anybody around him seems to understand how things actually work in this country. And that's a concern for me. Um, my wife even said to me recently, she said, well, I don't, I don't think Obama would have made things as bad as they are. I said, I think Obama would have gone this direction, but he'd have been smoother about it. He'd have been better about blaming others. Joe Biden is not capable. He, he was not a great statesman prior to becoming president, and he's not a great statesman now. So the, the creepy anger whisper thing that he does, it's really off-putting. It, it, I mean, so forget your politics for a second. I, I don't care who you voted for in 2020 or 2016 or, or any election. We have had not wonderful um, presidents. And I've, I've said this before, and I want to I rehash this a little bit. We put a lot of, um, we give a lot of credit to presidents when things go well. And I think we give a lot of blame to presidents when things go poorly. I don't know that everything that goes well is the president's, he didn't do it, uh, and everything goes poorly isn't necessarily the president's fault either. That being said, we have been saddled with, let's just say, less than stellar um, executive office holders for decades. Um, the best one in my lifetime would have been Reagan. And I go back to the Nixon era. I think Reagan was the best of that lifetime. I can't speak before that because I wasn't alive. Um, but 
George H.W. Bush, okay. Clinton, he, he went with the wind. Whatever the wind was blowing, that's where he went. Um, George W. Bush, in the moment, seemed like a better chief executive than, than probably hindsight would tell you. Uh, Obama was a disaster. He didn't understand what he was doing, and he just trashed everybody in and out. Um, Trump had his moments. Um, I think Trump, by comparison to Biden, looks like awesome. But I, I think Trump, Trump didn't get along with everybody. And I think part of, part of being the president is bringing others along with you. We talk about this in sports where you, have, where you make everybody around you better. I don't know that Trump did that. I think Trump, it was always the Trump show. And, and to be fair, if you're aspiring to be president in the United States, it's probably about you almost all the time. And that's how you roll because that's what you expect. It's always about me. Joe Biden, he doesn't even, he doesn't even measure up to anybody else on my left. He, he makes Jimmy Carter look like an amazing president. Now, if you're in the company with Jimmy Carter, that's not good. I don't think there's anybody can go back into the Carter administration and go, wow, that's, that's the thing he's known for. Carter was a failure as president, a, an unmitigated failure as a president. Now, I don't say he was the worst president ever. I think that's James Buchanan. But he, he was pretty bad. He was really bad at the job. Joe Biden's worse. And I'm not talking about just the inflation, although that's horrendous. It's just, it's making policy decisions. Now remember I said, it's not always the president's fault if things go poorly. But if you, if you do the, the wrong thing over and over, it's hard to pull out of that. It's hard to make that okay. And it, it appears as though the Biden administration makes every effort to do the wrong thing. You know, we, we, we laugh We've laughed in the past, you know, about Obama's comments, um, about Joe messing things up. Uh, don't don't put it past how bad he can mess things up. It just it almost feels as though if there's the right decision and the wrong decision, he will always choose the wrong decision. Always name. I, I challenge anybody who's a Biden supporter, who's a Biden believer. Apparently, there's. 33, 37% of the people out there surveyed think Biden's doing a good job. I don't know who you are. (laughs) I don't know how, I don't know how you can say that with a straight face. I don't know how the, I don't know how the Carter administration got any votes in 1980. I, I don't, I don't understand who thought Jimmy Carter was doing a good job and why, what did you think he was doing? That was so, that was worthy of your vote. Now you can say you didn't like Ronald Reagan. And you couldn't vote for a Republican because it was a Republican. And you voted for Carter even though you didn't like Carter. I want people to take the, the R and the D off, off the ballot. I want you to vote for the person you think is going to steer the country in the right direction. 1984, Reagan has a famous ad about it's, it's morning in America and do you feel like you're better off than you were four years ago? And overwhelmingly, 49 out of 50 states said, yeah, we are. And he, he won re-election over Walter Mondale. I don't know if there's even one state that, being honest, I think California and New York and Illinois will still vote for Biden if he runs in 2024. But why? 
What what has Biden given? He hasn't even given you the Obama money. <clears throat> He's caused inflation to skyrocket, and it's not going to get. It's not going to go down anytime soon. That's what we're <clears throat> we're at the beginning of this, not the end, because there's nothing in the economic data that says, "Boom, this is going to turn off." The rate hike by the Fed, the two rate hikes. If you were trying to buy a house last week, you're now paying a point more. That, that, that translates into thousands of dollars more over the span of your mortgage. Uh, and I don't think it's coming back down anytime soon. Now, I, I hope we don't hit you know, the early 80s, late 70s, early 80s um, realm of 19 or 21% interest rates on, on loans. But what, what's to stop it? You know, this, this does not go away. So I, I want to, Peter Ducey asked a question in the briefing today with um, the White House. And, and I want you to hear, hear the, res- the question and then the response. And I'll, I'll touch on this in a second. And also, I did, I did yep. slowly though. He says that inflation is worse everywhere but here. That's not true. U.S. has worse inflation than Germany, France, Japan, Canada, India, Italy, Saudi Arabia. Well, I think what we are saying is that uh, when you talk about inflation, it is a global thing. And it is not just about the United States. This is something that everyone is feeling because of coming out of a once once in a lifetime pandemic, because of the war that Russia has started in Ukraine. So that was the new press secretary um, just basically repeating the same things over and over again. So Biden made a comment that we are we have less inflation than the G7. So I'll read you the list of inflation. Uh, this is through April, okay? And the main numbers are, are higher. Uh, we were number one in annual inflation through April 2022. Um, the European Union, 27 countries, was less. United Kingdom, Mexico, uh, Germany, Iceland, Portugal, Australia, the G7. Now, he mentions the G7. They were 7.1%. We're at 8.3, according to this, and 8.6 in May. Ireland, Luxembourg, Slovenia, Canada, Denmark, Sweden, Italy, Finland, Norway, France, Korea, Israel, Switzerland, Japan, Saudi Arabia. It, it goes on. This is a whopper from the Biden administration. This is easily checked. See, this is where you have to start to say, what's going on? Because... This gentleman lies repeatedly, and it's not like you have to search very hard to get the correct answer. He just lies, straight up lies. And, you know, he had that, that love fest from Jimmy Kimmel uh, a week or so ago where crowds going crazy. Oh, uh, I'm sure they were paid to be there, but the reality was he just lied and lied and lied, and he keeps doing it. Now, what he didn't lie about, and I want to be clear on this, in March of 2020, before he had the nomination for the Democratic Party, he tweeted out, we have to treat climate change like the existential threat it is. As president, I will end subsidies for fossil fuel corporations, ban new drilling on federal lands and waters, hold oil executives accountable, rally the world to raise the commitments of the Paris Agreement. I believe he's doing all that so he's doing what he said he would do but the populace or 81 million of them either didn't understand what he said or didn't think it would be this bad 
So we've got a possible rolling blackouts over two thirds of the country coming because we've taken uh, plant uh, coal fired or nuclear power plants offline and you can't turn those back on. You just flip a switch and they're back on. It's not like you go in your living room and turn on the light. It takes years. We've shut down refineries for gasoline and diesel so that we do biofuel to turn those back on is a years long process. It doesn't just happen. Um, that you hear the administration saying over and over, we're doing everything we can, but they're not. He wants you to believe that there's gas or there's oil that's just waiting for somebody to take it out of the ground in those 9,000 leases he keeps talking about. But it isn't necessarily there. And it's years until it gets out of the ground. Now, what I think is really interesting is Joe Biden is on his uh, Saudi Arabia uh, apology tour because he's denigrated the Saudis since before he was president and now he needs their help and they're laughing at him as they should, because he's a joke. Um, Putin's laughing at him. Putin may win the war in Ukraine at the end of the day, all the strum and drum over it is not going to may not change the outcome. Um, we've given a lot of money that we're probably never going to see again. Uh, but we still don't. We still don't. We keep hearing about the Putin tax. No, Japan has a much lower uh, uh, inflation rate than we do, and they have to import almost everything, including gas. But somehow they're still a lower inflation rate than we are. I, I don't want you to get distracted by the headlines, which will lead you to believe one thing. When the truth is, bad decisions made by incompetent people have led to this situation. It's not, it's not that Trump was a, was a genius and was doing everything correctly. He was not. It's the fact that the Biden administration, the adults, as we were told, the adults are back in charge, do not know what they're doing or if they do. And I contend some of them do what know they're doing. They're doing this on purpose. They're doing this to harm the middle class. This, they're doing this to exert their will they're, the state of Pennsylvania, where I live, the governor wants to give this uh, relief money that's left over because they didn't spend it. And he wants to give it out as a $2,000 credit to Pennsylvanians, like less than $80,000 household. He wants to, because they can't afford gas, they can't afford food. So when, when somebody tells you that the inflation rate, oh, it's only 8.6 and it was worse at t- different times in history. It's 8.6 is what they tell you. Think about that. 8.6. Can you tell me if anything you purchased today has only gone up 8.6%? I'll wait because there's nothing. You know, you want to order something online? It's a dollar, two dollars more, three dollars, five dollars more. Um, my gas, my my trash pickup, they're adding another dollar every month to that um, gas, obviously that's, that's more than doubled uh, since, since Biden took over. Nothing is 8.6%. It's a very limited look at a very small group of things saying, well, this is all it is. Well, no, I challenge anybody listening to this to look at their paycheck and have you gotten an 8.6% raise? If you did good for you, if you didn't, 
bad for you because you're not getting, you're not even up to what it's going to cost you. Now, sadly, inflation is built into the system. Two and a half to three percent is built into the system, which is a not great, but that's what it is. Eight point six year over year, not good, not good because nobody, you can't keep up. You, you are not better off than you were two years ago. And anybody who tells you differently is lying to your face. You are not better off financially. We are not more secure as a country. We are not better off financially as we, as we were two years ago. On January 19th, when Biden was not president yet and Trump was still president, you were better off than you are today. Hands down. There is no way. What, what we see, we're closer to war than we were under Trump. Or financially, we're... We're in a recession. Nobody's calling it that yet, or most people aren't calling it yet, but we're in a recession, which, you know, the way Biden's running it, it could be a lot worse. Um, could be a depression. But we're in a recession. You know, size of products you purchased at the store, toilet paper, toilet paper, you know, the thing from 2020 that nobody could get, that's gone up. That's, that's you know, a, a pack of toilet paper could be $10, 12 $15, depending on where you get it. Paper towels, gas, meat, food, bread, vegetables. It, it doesn't matter what you pick. Pick any consumable good. It's more expensive today than it was last month, let alone two years ago. But you're told you're better off. You are not. You are not better off. Don't listen to somebody who tells you that. Now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that if Donald Trump was still president, everything would be hunky-dory. Because it, it might have had, we might have some other issues. I believe Donald Trump injected a lot of money into the economy because he shut down the country. We have since seen that the shutdowns, except in blue states, were wholly unacceptable and un- unsuccessful. In blue states, they were wholly unacceptable and un- un- unsuccessful, but they told you otherwise. The experts told you they were successful. They were not. Um, two weeks to flatten the curve. We're two and a half years later. Is the curve flattened? Yes, you flatten the economic curve of our country. That's Donald Trump. Now, in hindsight, that's easy for me to pick on that because, hey, I, I, I can see from 2022 back to 2020. It wasn't the right decision then, and we know more now, and it's not the right decision now. But you're still hearing people threaten us. We need to wake up and recognize what we've got is not working. It is not working. Now, I'm not saying go vote Republican for everything. I, I think the Republicans are great as an opposition party. I don't think they're great as a ruling party. I think the Democrats are horrible in both positions. So what's that leave you with? I, and I don't have an answer. I wish I could tell you that. But I think neither political party is able to do the hard things with any conviction. I don't care what the policy is. Republicans will come out with a lot of different things they'll say, but it doesn't make them right. It doesn't make them feasible. It doesn't make them economically sound. They'll just say different things. I believe you and I know what's best for us. We know what's best for our money. And anytime the government wants to take more of my money, whether it's through direct taxation or inflation because of bad policies, I get a little annoyed by that. I get very annoyed by that. And you should as well. You shouldn't be like, oh, this is okay. Not a big deal. It's a big deal. 
This affects everything you do. This affects people trying to retire anytime soon. This affects kids going to college. This, the stock market's going, going down every day. Um, if you, if you've looked at the stock market since January, don't, um, you know, stay the course, but understand you've got less in your account than you did in January. Um, and it's probably not coming back up anytime soon. I think when I look at all this stuff and I think about what we're being fed, we've got somebody at the wheel who does not know what they're doing and they have not surrounded themselves with anybody else who knows what they're doing correctly. Now, don't get me wrong. They may have a plan and the plan may be to destroy internal combustion engines, to destroy the middle class, to destroy gun ownership, to destroy everything you hold dear um, socially, politically, morally, because they have a better idea. See, if your idea is so great, and I say this to anybody, if your idea is so great that anybody should be able to see how wonderful it is, you shouldn't have to force me to do it, right? If it's so wonderful, I should want to do it. I should want to pursue that idea or that agenda. If you have to force me, then maybe the idea isn't as good as you think it is, or it has a lot more flaws than you're willing to admit or willing to agree to. That's where I struggle with political people. They all think they're the smartest person in the room, except for Joe Biden. He says his son Hunter is the smartest person he knows. Hunter, who has a lot of things coming out about him that paint him as not the most most intelligent person you might have ever heard of. But that notwithstanding, I do not know why every politician feels as though they're the smartest person in the room, the only person that can solve whatever the problem is. They are not. They're the people who think they're the smartest people, who think they can solve the problem. And we keep abdicating our responsibilities to them. 81 million people voted for Joe Biden as he told us, effectively, I'm going to increase energy prices. I'm I'm going to do this. And you still voted for him, 81 million of you. Are you still happy with that choice? Did you not understand what you were getting? Was Orange Man bad so bad that you had to choose this? Did you, did you choose Joe Biden or did you choose against Donald Trump? And I, I believe most people that voted for Biden did not vote for Joe Biden. They voted not for Donald Trump. It wouldn't have mattered if there was a ham sandwich on the other side. They would have voted for the ham sandwich because he wasn't Donald Trump. Okay. But here's what you get. Okay. Do you get, do you get uh, an overbearing narcissist who tweets a lot? politically probably has a better interest in what's going on in the country or do you get this guy you get jimmy carter part two or part 2d i i don't know what you could think this was a better option in hindsight i'll give you the hindsight maybe you were snowed by the media who did a horrible job being the media and i've said this over and over again I don't trust journalists. I don't care what side you're on. You have an agenda and you're pushing your agenda. You're not reporting. You're pushing your agenda, period. So you didn't, as a populace, 81 million of you didn't make an effort. Maybe on the other side, 75 million of you didn't 
didn't make an effort to find out what Donald Trump was really standing for. You just didn't want to vote for Biden. That's our problem with our, our electorate. We keep acting as though we're going to get a fair and balanced report from the media in 15-second sound bites. Really? What have you ever learned that was longstanding in 15 seconds? I'll, again, I'll wait if you can come up with something that you think was something profound that you can remember that you had 15 seconds of hearing. Yeah, nothing. Exactly. So why do we expect that the news media who feeds us in 15 and 20 second sound bites is really trying to get across the entirety of that person's thoughts? It doesn't work. You know, we, we, we live in a society where we don't have an attention span anymore. We, we, we have attention deficit disorder uh, writ large. That's a problem until people wake up and pay attention. Now, I, I think people are going to pay attention in November. My concern is, will it be too late? And will it be fair? I'm not suggesting that there's this mass conspiracy to, to cheat the system, but I'm not totally convinced that everything's on the up and up that 81 million people voted for Joe Biden. So I'll say that. It, it's not a conspiracy theory. I have no proof. I have no evidence of anything. I just feel as though there was a lot of opportunities to cheat and I think cheating occurred. It could have occurred on both sides. There could have been 75 million reasons on the other side. I'm not convinced by what I've seen since all that occurred that 2022 and 2024 elections are going to be legitimate. So that's my concern. The, the polls can say whatever they want. It only matters what votes are counted. You know, exit polls are notoriously horrible at telling you what people vote for because they don't want to tell you. They want to tell you what they think you want to hear, and that's what they'll say. And that doesn't really, it doesn't matter because it's not the vote that was counted. I have concerns. I will be, I won't be shocked. I'll be saddened, but I won't be shocked if the devastation to the Democratic Party is not as deep as it should be. Because remember, these are the same people who got you this. You know, he can, Joe Biden can tell you, oh, I only have 50 senators. And only 48 of them really go along with me all the time. Okay, you got 50 more than you should. You got two in Georgia you shouldn't have had. If Donald Trump had kept his yap shut, there might be two Republican senators there instead of two Democratic senators. But you didn't. So we got 50-50. You got the House, but by a slim margin. But you act as though a majority, of the, well, a large majority of the people want you to do certain things. And I don't even think the people who voted for you want you to do the things you're doing. They don't want to pay five, six, seven, eight, nine dollars a gallon for gas. Nobody does. Nobody wants to do that. Now there are some hardcore people who say, "Well, I drive an electric car." Yes, it has to be powered by something. You know, rolling blackouts occur because we don't have enough power. So, yes, you can't charge your car because we don't have enough electricity to charge your car. So you're stuck to um, food prices, supply chain. You know. Who, did, who thought putting Pete Buttigieg in front of transportation was somehow going to make the supply chain go smoothly? What was, his, what was his abilities around supply chain? If you said, I'm going to put Tim Cook from Apple in, in charge of supply chain, that might have made sense because he did a good job at Apple getting supply chain. But it's, it's not, Pete Buttigieg doesn't wow me with his ability to make supply chain work. Um, Jennifer Grandin in, in energy, uh, what? She, she just laughs every time you say we're going to put more pumps on. No, 
everything I see in this administration is designed to take away what you already knew you wanted, but were afraid to keep the hoping for. And the reality is, whether it's from DHS, uh, whether it's from energy, whether it's from transportation, whether it's from State Department, across the board, fail, 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 fail. Name me one thing that permanent status that the Biden administration has gotten through. I'm not talking about money they've handed out that was yours to begin with. Don't kid yourself. The government doesn't have any money. They take it from you. So anything they give back to you as a credit. Yeah. How about, how do people like doing their taxes there in uh, April? Was that fun? Cause you got a credit that you had to account for and Oh, wait a minute. You owed more money because it was a credit. It wasn't money. It was just future money that you might've had to pay, but maybe didn't, but now you got to pay it back. Yeah. That kind of fun stuff. So, I'm not, no, there's nothing specific about this topic other than we're in, a, we're in a bad situation. We're in a really, really bad situation. And we've got people in the levers of power who do not know what they're doing to help. Or if they do, they're not willing to do those things. They're willing to push their agenda and they don't care what happens to you. They don't care that you're paying more for gas. They'll say they do. But they don't actually care because if they cared, they would do something about it. They would do so. Congress would have a hearing that wasn't January 6th. When I'm paying $5, $6 a gallon gas, I don't care that 400 idiots went into the Capitol. That, that doesn't, why do we have a hearing about that? Prosecute them, move on. Why is there a hearing? Because you're trying to distract from the problem and you're the problem. If you're not the solution, you're the problem. Get out of the way and let the adults who apparently don't exist in the Biden administration run something. Um, we're seeing this nepotism of belief writ large on our, our government. And I'm concerned that it just, it's only going to get worse. It feeds itself and we're not in a good shape to get rid of that. So there's my thoughts. Take them or leave them. Uh, if you agree, let me know. If you disagree, let me know. Uh, tell me why I'm wrong. I mean, why I'm right. You know, maybe I'm, maybe I'm partially right, and partially wrong, but I, I think I'm, I think I'm speaking for a lot of people here when I say this isn't working and I don't know if we have another two and a half years to survive um, what he's done in the last year and a half. So let me know. Thanks for joining me. I'm Chad. Good night. Thanks for listening. This has been a Hannah Tree production.